0: My first real job was at a restaurant called The Golden Bagel. And we sold bagels that were not quite as good as Einstein's bagels, and coffee that was not quite as good as Starbucks coffee, and smoothies that were not quite as good as Jamba juice smoothies, which is a chain in California where I'm from. In our orientation, our part of our training reminded us that we needed to park on the outer perimeter of the shopping center where the golden bagel was located. You need to leave all the good parking for the customers, which makes sense. At this job, I did all kinds of things like make smoothies for people who build their smoothies, um, deal with the disappointment of people whose ice-blended coffees weren't as good as Starbucks or Pete's or L and any of the other chains, Uh, apologize profusely when I gave someone fat-free cream cheese instead of light cream cheese. So this was my, my uh, first experience in the working world. Well, I think of that moment and of how far I came when I think about a job I had at Grace Episcopal Church in Salem Springs. Now, I would wake up on Sunday mornings for a few years while I worked there, and dry. it's a quick, it, it feels quick right, on a Sunday morning because no one else is on the road, a beautiful drive, and it just so happens that when I got into the parking lot, I would pull right into a spot next to the front door, which is great when it's raining or cold or whatever. But as the priest, I get there before everyone else. And you know, I got the best parking. <laughs> okay. So in case you're wondering, I am indeed comparing the perfect parking spot with a seat at Jesus Christ's right or left hand in glory. And sometimes it feels that way, right? But I look back and think how easy it was in these little things to shift from knowing that my place is the parking space in the outer perimeter of a huge shopping center to feeling like my place is the parking closest to the front door. And I think it's all these little ways and little degrees and little inches that can draw us bit by bit from the discipleship of service. So really, I just ask us to be aware, and especially myself, of all these little ways that we move from seeking to serve to seeking some advantage. It's the difficulty with the disciples. And one of my favorite parts of this gospel is not just that James and John—it's kind of funny, right? You know, that to, for them to go up and say, "Jesus, we want—you know—we want something from you, teacher." And I imagine him saying, "Well, what can I do for you?" sarcastically, almost, you know, just tell me, you know. Um, but what strikes me at this gospel also is that when the other ten hear about it, they are irritated, right? They get angry, and he has to take everyone aside and remind them that if you want those who seek to be great must seek to serve. All of us need that reminder. I think at all the stages of our life that take us away from service and lead us towards seeking greatness. And I think it happens by these small, small degrees. Well, now I just take whatever parking I can find, right? This parking lot's a little bit different. By the time I get here, some other people are are all here, and I, I just take what I can get. Um, so fortunately, I've moved out of that stage. But when I go back to Grace and Salem Springs uh, to, to sub, if I'm not cutting it close on time, I try to park a little farther from the door. Um, Amen.